Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. On this day in black history, <laughs> the year was 1837 in a small town near Aiken, South Carolina. Two teen brothers, Aldo and Abel Turner, were slaves on a large plantation, and they worked picking cantaloupes and watermelon along with cotton. Now, their mother worked inside as a house servant, and the family loved those cantaloupes, but they were forbidden by the evil plantation owner from taking any back to their quarters at night for their family. Now, over time, the boys developed a system to steal the tasty melons by running fast up to a 10-foot high window where their mother would be waiting with a basket out for a few seconds and the boys would leap high to drop it in these baskets, thus creating the first version of the modern-day basketball layup. (laughs) On this day in black history. The finger, the first finger roll. (laughs) What, 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 read that part again? Yeah, their mom would hold a basket out of a window outside the kitchen, about 10 feet high. And the boys would run and leap really high to drop those cantaloupes in that basket. And uh, thus creating the first version of the modern day layup. <laughs> On this day in black history. What they use for a backboard? You know? The wall. <laughs> Wasn't no backboard. And what them Africans in the background singing the Bible? <laughs> Hold it! Half man, half woman. It's Gary. I wanna hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. Gary, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, America. Good morning to you. It's Tuesday, a beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in Celebrity News, y'all. Jenny, my baby, this girl didn't already started a debate about her child's hair and appearances. People are attacking Jenny, my and her beautiful daughter, Monica. She's the um the um, ex-wife of Jesus. Now, they're saying that, you know, Jenny posted some pictures, y'all, with she and her adorable daughter, y'all, with her half puffed out, and she was only wearing a beautiful diaper. And the caption read, this is your reminder that your love can be pure, that you are not the last one standing when you yearn for a love that stands on solid ground and is faithful. This is your reminder that this kind of love is alive here today because you are alive today so long as you believe and never cease to love in this way, honey. And then there's pictures of her and baby Monica and a lot of people saying, honey, uh-uh. They say, how dare you come out and put this child out in pictures, honey, in a diaper and wearing an afro puff, honey. People just really attacked her and something. You know, some people saying, you know, it's nice, but they say, unfortunately, you know, Jeannie, her, her um, comments were flooded because women were upset, y'all, that the child was not clothed and her hair was not expertly 
done. Somebody put, please get the proper care for your daughter's hair texture. It's unique and requires different attention. And then somebody said, why post your child in a diaper? She's too young for informed consent. And then somebody else put down there, they say, y'all kill me with this hair thing like Beyonce didn't do the same damn thing with little blue ivy hair, honey. So they said, y'all need to sit down. And somebody said, it bothers me that people are promoting placing chemicals in child's hair by saying she needs products. Then saying sitting a child through torture of hairstyles just to please society when clearly this child is healthy and happy the way she is misery loves company. Brad, don't you have a detangler line? Yeah, we we have everything, but this child is don't need nothing at at this point, I don't think. This child has beautiful hair and just just, not bother the child. Let's just yeah, but, but they say, honey, she shouldn't have um, put that child in a pamper. Honey. You know, they got pedophiles I out mean, there. I mean, but it's okay for babies to wear pampers, right? In the public, you should. I mean, then they say, here she dressed all beat down, honey, to put the guards in your child in a pamper and no shirt on it, honey. Yeah, that's I mean, all they, they be wanting to wear. That's all my granddaughter. <laughs> yeah, they she don't. Wants, they, she don't want uh, no shirt. She don't want no socks, no uh, shoes. And that's she okay. She walk around in, exactly. that, in that pamper. And they comfortable. It's, it's what matters to them. Yeah, Come on well, now. I don't know what the people well, are upset about. Uh, looking like Hulk Hogan walking Same. around. Uh, <laughs> looking like Kamala. Got that little okay. stomach and the little wrestling legs. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Kamala. As long as they Kamala. happy. Yeah, well. Gunda well. Giant. <laughs> She can take a picture with her baby if she wants to in a pamper. So what? I think she's always going to be scrutinized as an Asian woman uh, uh, raising a biracial black baby. She is. She can't win. No way, either way. But at the end of the day, it's her baby. Thank you. Let her do what she want to do with her baby. Thank you. Yeah, but it's just like saying a woman, it's her body, but they said not letting women do what they want to do with their body. That ain't right either. Okay, then, but it happens. We got to pray. I'm seeing some of y'all out here with y'all babies standing up to your Standing up in the back seat with no car seat, no seat belt, just standing right. up back in the back like we did in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, we're going to follow that story. Hopefully, Jenny's listening, honey, and you know, she do what she needs to do. All right, moving on in other celebrity news. Y'all, baby actress Paula Patton. Oh, I love Paula Patton. You know, she was married to Robin Thicke, honey. She revealing to y'all ladies, baby, how to land a rich, famous man. Now, Paula, honey, has got some advice, y'all, to all the ladies to try to find um, yourself a handsome and rich boyfriend. Now, according to Paula, she manifested her new man, baby. She said, after reading a popular book, y'all girls, y'all hear this, she read a book. Now, she wrote, one year ago today, I received a book I bought and forgot about it. She said, the book was called, listen to it is calling in the one how to attract the love of your life in seven weeks she said and it arrived on valentine's day she said that was definitely a sign right there for now they're saying that she said that i had been single for a very long time and couldn't remember the last time i had a valentine so i decided to begin reading it the day and she said do all the work the book suggested she said i was incredibly journey on an incredible journey of self-discovery when I called in myself and changed the wiring in my brain y'all and the genetic patterns blocking me now she said her life changed now she said and then it happened she met y'all for crash and today she said a year later she and for crash have been celebrating love he's a multi-billionaire honey and she said she's happy and everything looks wonderful for her you know she left um, um on Valentine's Day, Day. Yep, she said he came on Valentine's Day. Dang. She said he's a magnificent man. And what's the name of the book? Um, let me go back to it again. The name of that book, honey, because we want y'all all to get that book, ladies and stuff. Well, well, well Brandon Maria don't need it. Need it. You need it, though. Yeah, call it in the one. Yep, how to trade the love of my life you in seven weeks. I'm, honey, I'm rushing out to get it now. I'm going to buy it for you. You're going to buy it for okay. me, honey. Because, because this is... 
Uh, booty eating James. Hey! Mm, Negro. <laughs> I want no sense. <laughs> anyway, she said, Procrash is a magnificent man with tremendous integrity. Life is full of laughter and joy, honey. So, congratulations <laughs> to Paula Patton. You know, because everybody need love, honey. Not definitely need man. Need yeah. something, honey. But you know what? I'm not going to go on uh, one of those... Um, those love line things. Yeah, go on uh, one, of them, one of them little shows where you can meet somebody, Gary. Yeah, okay, I'm to go right now. So. Too insecure. You got to stop being so insecure. Everybody don't yeah. cheat. You can well, honey, y'all all damn do. All y'all love cheat. Like every man cheat. They say every like man that. cheat. I don't care who they say don't cheat. They cheat. You're cheating some kind of way. You're cheating looking. You're cheating talking on the damn phone. You're cheating, honey, walking. Oh, you're cheating. So, sorry, honey. I'm sorry, honey. Damn, everything counts cheating. Yeah, every kind of cheating. That cheating devil out of your system. You need to go yeah. to church and get that prayed up out of your system. Yeah, man. Yeah. So even if you look at another woman, Gary, I was married for twelve years and didn't cheat. Did not cheat well, on my wife. I did well, you, not. Well, you're an exception to the damn rule, honey. You should have cheated then. You should have cheated. Now y'all ain't together, so you might as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna win that battle. Hey, you walked right it. into that. Yeah, just forget it. <laughs> Can't oh, forget when I, was, I tried, Maria. I tried to do it. I know you tried. Yeah, just forget. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry. And I mean, uh, y'all say like, I don't know, but anyway, I just, I, I can't get a, because I work around too many of y'all and I listen to all the stuff y'all be saying, Ricky. And if you think I could go get in a relationship because I make myself apply to what y'all saying about the woman. And I'm like, uh-uh, they do it to them, they can do it to me. You so, hear no. stories of four successful, happily married people, your right. co-workers. Who? Four of us are all happily married. Message. Who? Which four? Right here, all of us. Brad, Kay, Rock T. Yeah, all of us. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I guess that's why me and Ricky still. And Ricky's and we single don't by it. choice. Ricky could have yeah. Yeah. practically you, any you woman he wants. What, He's Gary? single by choice. Um, I just don't. Y'all, whatever, honey. I'm just whatever. Gary, if we, we set you up, would you go out? <laughs> would you go out on a blind date if we found somebody to set you up with? Yeah, I would go out on a date and stuff like that, though. But, honey, I'm going to grill you. The Kahlua today, honey, is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today is fresh mint. Uh, on the high end, you say fresh mint. On the low end, you say light green. <laughs> what you say, Ricky? I'm just tired of all these comedians uh, missing, uh, playing around. So then when I found a lady with no arms and no lady, and I laid her on the floor of my dressing room, I opened up the door to go and say, she's talking about what we getting ready to do. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> she's sitting up, but she was she was laying down. She had her laying down on the floor. Mm. Mm. Bad to look down. I hope they had a pillow at least. <laughs> she couldn't get up, dog. No, I put her on the couch and went on stage. Mm. <laughs> I didn't go back and told uh, Ro to go get my stuff out of my dressing room. Mm. <laughs> she sat there the whole time. Yeah. And what else is she going to do? No, they said she could hear the show from, like, she could hear the joke from backstage, but she was sitting there laughing. <laughs> McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, 
and everything in between. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truth. Black Stories, Black Truth is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Troops collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. And let me tell you, these episodes speak to the black experience. Recently, I was able to check out an episode called The Woman Behind the Montgomery Bus Boycott. Now, you know I'm from Birmingham, Alabama, so I'm always intrigued with historical events that have happened in my state. As I listened to this podcast and the voices, I felt the pain that these women went through as they told their stories. Lightweight made me angry, but it's history and these women lived it for us. One thing that I really enjoyed is that the episodes are not too long and they give you just what you need. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Did you see that post? People are talking. Here's what's trending on the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey, joining us this morning, man. He has a brand new album, one of the biggest tours this summer, and the biggest Super Bowl performance in history. Y'all, please welcome the one and only Usher. Ricky, what's up, man? How you feeling? Wonderful, brother. Wonderful. Now that it's official, should we say king of R&B or like... <laughs> I am a king and I am building a kingdom, but no, I, I, I'm not the king of R&B. I do appreciate the honor. I do. <laughs> I like King. Don't get me wrong. King, King of the South, King of, you know what I'm saying? I can't, I don't want to battle with T.I., but Caesar of the South, make me a ruler. Yeah, you know what? Better yet, let's stop calling me a king. Why don't you just call me a ruler? Usher the ruler. I like that. <laughs> I like how that sounds. Hey, uh, so. Super Bowls, how does it feel to have one of the most watched performances in history? And I think they are saying over 200 million viewers now. 202.5 million. Oh, you did all the math. I did all the math. I, I, you know, I wanted to make certain that I got it, but it was, uh, and, and, and surprisingly, that actually, num- that number lines up to 2024. That's great. But um, I, you know what, man? I really feel honored to have had that experience and for that many people to celebrate and have enjoyed it, uh, it goes down in history as the most watched Super Bowl of all time. And um, yeah, man, I was 100% like, just just please, please with the results, please with the time that I was able to, you know, put into it. You know, I, I also too did uh, a behind the scenes with uh, Apple where I shot all of it on Apple phones. Um, that kind of gives you guys an in-depth look at what process we went through in creating the Super Bowl as it was just 15 minutes. But those yeah. 15 minutes span for over 30 years of my life, man. Man, you put that show together so tight, like you scrolls everything that you could in. So, like, how did you decide what should go in, what to leave out in the 15 minutes? Well, my idea uh, from the beginning was past, present, future. That was the concept. Like, how do I pay tribute to the past? How do I recognize where we are in the current moment, the present, and where we headed in the future and the ideas and the things that you're to get from and and celebrate as we move through this moment in time? Uh, Skating, skate culture. I introduced my skates for the first time, my quads. I, I, uh, I designed all of my skaters gear for the night. Uh, that was my specific design by quads. But man, I, I started thinking about it the moment I got the call from Jay. 
um, I was like, okay, who do I want to be there? I made a lot of calls to some friends. Um, you know, I made a lot of calls to a lot of different icons uh, to ask and uh, determine if this was something that they felt comfortable doing. Uh, it's, it's a lot of pressure. You know, Super Bowl is not just something you do every day. Um, right. But I, I reached out to a lot of different people. And again, I wanted to make certain that I was building something that would be uh, celebrated forever. It, this was not just a passing moment. This was to be celebrated forever. Bruh, when y'all came out on those skates, that did it for me. I mean, I grew up in the skate ring. You know, I skate on Sundays too. And of course, shutting down the halftime show wasn't enough for you. Congratulations to you and your beautiful bride, Jennifer. Y'all got married after the Super Bowl. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We did a draft style, man, because we wanted to we wanted to do it like Elvis. You know what I'm saying? We wanted to do it like Frank Sinatra. We wanted to do it in true Vegas tradition to come there and have a moment. Some of our family was there. We're going to obviously do a, uh, a more extensive uh, wedding where we kind of put all of the pressures that come with getting married. Uh, right. uh, but, but but it was really for the sake of love and, and in the moment. Um, I proposed to her last year. Uh, she'd been wearing my ring. And why not crescendo this amazing year that we had in Las Vegas with the one moment that um, that is love. And uh, my kids, all of my kids were there. My mom, yeah. mom, her dad. Hey, make sure you tell your mom that I said hello and I love her. I will. <laughs> not yeah. as much as I love. Oh, yeah, she is great. So listen, now you have one of the hottest tour tickets in the country right now selling out everywhere. So one question people are asking, will you be filming the shows like on the road and will it be going into theaters? Yeah, so um, there's a, a few different things that are happening. There's some things that are social and some things that um, are being documented. Uh, I've been documenting my life over the last, uh, let's see, five months. And right. it drove throughout the entire time of my past, present, future tour. So you'll kind of uh, see what my life looks like and all of the things that I've been building and working on. Uh, I did shoot uh, the Las Vegas residency. I did shoot my Paris uh, residency, Paris residency. But yeah, there's a documentary. There's a few different documentaries that I'm working on at uh, this time. And congratulations on your new album, Coming Home. What are you hoping the fans take away from this album and what makes this different from the other ones? Uh, well, one, it's my first independent album. So, yes. uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, having been in a, in a system uh, that has helped to curate, artists develop, and make me the artist that I am, um, has given me the freedom to be creative. Um, I have just as much, if not more, creativity and freedom to to do the things that I know really serve the music. Uh, what I'm hoping is that people will grow from this. People will, you know, take an exp will be able to have something to love to, something to smile to, something to skate to, something right. to to make love to, something to uh, celebrate. Uh, that's what I'm hoping they take away from it. Something that celebrates and recognizes love in a way that's very relevant to me that I think is relevant in the world. Something that uh, recognizes and celebrates the woman uh, right. in an amazing way. Something that celebrates the man uh, in a way and being able to take that ownership and, and be able to have the dialogue to be able to say to this woman to let her know how appreciated she is. Man, that's amazing. I'm just really, really happy for you and this year has been incredibly successful already from the Super Bowl accolades, uh, the tour selling out. How does it feel to finally get your flowers for all of the hard work that you put in over the years? Ricky, man, it feels great, dude. 
it feels amazing to you know have worked as long as I have and been able to uh, have hit records but yet you know still be relevant in a time when it's not even about having a hit record even though I still do have them but it's like man I just am happy that people you know uh, see me and they see what my contribution has been I feel like I'm the uh, youngest of the oldest and the oldest of the youngest. I'm right in the middle of it all. I'm Margiela. You know, I'm, I'm, um, you know, I am, you know, representing a lineage and a, and a, and a legacy of artists who, you know, come from a different cloth, you know, that, that are showmen that want people to remember, you know, what you did in that moment. Remember what they wore, remember what they felt. You know, that is right. the language of artists that I come from. And I want to make certain that those people, that legacy is never forgotten. It is on my shoulders. It is the wind beneath my wings. It is what allows me to be the eagle that flies as high as I do. But, you know, keep a view, a point of where culture is and continue to stay connected to that. It is the ground beneath me. It is the foundation that I stand on. It is the reason that I am the artist that I am. Man, well, you know we proud of you over here. Now, I got some more questions that I have to ask you. So, coming up, we got more with Usher. Don't go anywhere. Up next, we can smile the morning show. All right, we are back with the one and only Usher. Okay, earlier you were talking about, uh, you know, how Marvin Gaye was a major influence, you know, to you growing up. If I could be the director, the two things that I would love to see is Kelly Rowland play Donna Summers and have you portray Marvin Gaye. <laughs> what are the possibilities of that happening? Like, wasn't it in the works at one point in time? You know what, man? Um, I think Dr. Dre, he, he's working on um, working on a piece uh, that plays Marvin. Um, I have other uh, other people in ambition uh, to play. You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm not even ready to talk about it yet. But there are some things that I really do, uh, some characters that I want to go after that I think I could kill. I, I, I really feel like there's some there's some characters. And by the way, I have a legacy of my own. But to be able to say that I could be representing a very monumental R&B artists of the past uh, I would love that I, I, when I when I look at you know uh, what Lorenz Tate did with you know Frankie Lyman when I look at what um, Jamie Foxx did with Ray right you know, the incredible artists that were there and also to the actors that were able to embody those characters but there are other people that I have ambition to go after so if there was an Usher biopic who could be playing yourself um I don't know I don't know that I'm going to do a Jackie Robinson and play myself. <laughs> For those of you who can look that one up, Jackie Robinson actually played himself in his own, you know, life pit. But um, yeah, I don't know who could, you know, and but, but I'm I'm pretty certain that there's, you know, amazing casting directors out there who are going to find it, and I hope that I'm alive to be able to, uh, you know, make certain that the character captures the nuance to right. be able to have that story told in the right way and make certain that my mother. Uh, the people who were there early, uh, who got it, who were represented, are represented in the right way by the actors who can carry it. And when you talk about the past, present, and future, I know that there have been a lot over the past two decades in the business. But what is that one moment that you would treasure forever and why? There was a moment as I stopped in the middle of the Super Bowl and it was about nothing but a connection to the entire world. It was the moment that I felt like I had the world's undivided attention. That <clears> moment never forget it's almost it was almost like a movie moment where you know the camera actually takes you from the from the artist's perspective where i just felt elevated and i felt like man there's a connection between this moment that i'm having and the nine-year-old who dreamt who who dreamt this 
It was almost like an out of body experience. Like, wait a minute, I remember this. <laughs> I can remember right. feeling this moment. You, you know, you ever have those moments like deja vu? Absolutely. I feel like I've been here before. I feel like right. this moment was intended to happen. But in that moment, it was about this nine year old, this nine year old who had this belief in himself and was unwavering. The same kid who went around after having that vision and sharing it with everybody and saying, one day I'm going to have fans and I'm going to stand in like a, a stadium and I'm going to be looking around and they're going to be people there to see me. And everybody was like, you sound crazy. What are you talking about, man? Stop telling right. people that. I'm like, no, one day I'm going to have this moment. So in, in that moment, it was that. That was that was it. And what a moment it was. Congratulations again for everybody listening right now. The past, present, and future tour is gearing up. So make sure you get your tickets. Usher, please make sure you hug your mom for me, all right? I absolutely will, dog. Remember, we are visionaries. Remember, we have the ability to project in our minds the reality of our lives, man. That has been a testament of my last five years. And it is the reason why I actually am having this moment that and a great deal of belief in my lord and savior jesus christ come on now you can pray and know that he answers prayers you don't have to call but if you do and you call on him he's listening yes how how dark or how deep those moments that you may think are i say this to you the person who's listening and is significant to you right now god loves you god sees you god mm. will lift you up out of whatever you're going through right now no matter how dark your path no matter what you think you might not deserve, you do. But you got to say that you believe it. You got to say that you deserve it. You got to be able to be okay with yourself. So go now to your mirror and look at yourself when you close this conversation and just say, I love you without judgment. Look through any of your pain. Look through any of your damage. Look through any of your darkness and just love yourself. Love yourself and say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for giving me the strength to be able to make it through this moment until I get to the next time that I have to call out your name. Thank you for your sacrifice. Thank you, Father, for being able to make the sacrifice that you did that was Jesus on this planet. Right. That I be able to have this moment that I'm having to not be looked down upon, to not be shamed because I'm not ashamed of who I am. I'm not ashamed of anything that I have done. I am okay. And I will be okay. And in that, I say amen, amen, and amen. <laughs> amen. Thank you. I really needed that this morning. Love you, man. Love you too, brother. Y'all give it up and show your love for Usher. You believe it. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>